Are you ready, as I shall ever be? To rock and roll. Yes. Excellent. I'll do, uh, I'll do an, uh, an So for the record, this is my first tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> that's your thing like everyone has their own kind of not necessarily just a preference but the thing that you're particularly absolutely boss at um i i'm i'm fairly average at everything <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going straight on the business card <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right now i mean again i i'm not so sure i mean i enjoy i enjoy tattooing generally mm. um and, and, and spending the day with somebody and, and actually giving them something that they really want um and being happy at the end of the day, that's that's you know that's that's the best bit. Yeah. But as as far as as work goes, um, I really like doing colour. I really like uh, doing animals and like sort of like the realistic animals and things like that. Mm. Uh, but mainly anything anything with colour or anything sort of large scale. Right. Um, I enjoy the sort of challenging sort of compositional elements, um, because that, you know ultimately uh, it's a job that you're never going to stop learning. One because art is such a big changing, so you're always learning. So um, yeah, it's yeah, that's what that's what I'm at. <laughs> do, do you have like a a, a favourite kind of style, like a, a Americana or the, the the new school or or this kind of thing? Yeah, like a preference in that area. I'm leaning to sort of what 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 sort of like neo traditional type stuff at the moment. Um, Just for those that don't know, what were the neo traditional? Artwork so I guess I guess for those of you who don't know the, the, the traditional type stuff like you would see like the Ed Hardy kind of like uh, stuff you know the American traditional where you've got like tigers and like yeah, yeah. gypsy heads and uh, like roses and things like that so that's like traditional neo traditional is a more sort of a modern take on that so right. it they tend to be a little bit more sort of extravagant and a little bit more sort of technically better drawn if that makes sense so, uh, yeah. So I like I like that I like the technical technical side of the drawing. Okay. What was the last What was the last piece that you did in that area? Um, I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know. Uh, yeah, I think I guess you could, what actually yesterday the one I did on my mouth fairly near tread, but it's a little bit more stylized. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, it's yeah not 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 as often as I'd like, but you know. So when you're I'm really sorry that my, my, my speech is, I'm, I'm really sure I'm going to talk to you. I heard that so I can get it. No, 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 don't worry, don't worry. I'm trying to permanently mark your skin in a way. Marking it with tears. With tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that okay? That's perfect. Um, I mean, I can unscrew it and take it off. Jennifer's chiming in. She likes this view. Jennifer, you're actually between my legs. So you lucky girl. You, you might want to reconsider that element <laughs> uh, at, at, at the minute. <laughs> oh, she's gone. Uh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're looking at, at tattoos, there, not just from any particular style, but any kind of indiscriminate ones, when you're looking at them from the outside, what makes up something that, that has more, more detail and more uh, more of a challenge from the tattooist's side. Um, man, that's that's a really, really long, complex answer because it's again a lot because it, again because it is art. Yeah, art is subjective. So 
everything this evening is different. Um, your, your opinion then? So I think it's strange because I feel like obviously you're asking me the question. I've got like a bit of responsibility to represent that too. I know I feel like. Um, I personally really appreciate really uh, well drawn okay. uh, designs. And they can be on any kind of scale. I think if you look at something, for me personally, it needs to be technically like stunning. Mm. There's a few artists, especially in Canada, which sort of provide that every time you look at, look at something. They, there's some of the scale of these pieces of work, you know, they go from the back of the neck down to the back of the knees. And they're beautifully drawn, you know, the colours and the, the, the dynamics within the sort of like contrast and things like that. Yeah. Um, absolutely phenomenal. And for me, that, that's what Canon does it. That sort of like, almost like wow factor. But when you sort of look closely, you think, crikey, it's actually been drawn way better than you could possibly imagine. So, and that's the kind of direction I'm trying to steer my work in. Yeah. I've got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah. is, is there a lot of prep work then with those kinds of things in terms of thinking, I need this kind of needle to achieve this kind of style, or I need to plan out this kind of part of the body because it won't come out, given the, the, the layers of subcutaneous versus the parts that are just over bone, or are these some of the considerations that you have to think about? Yeah, so ultimately you're working with a canvas which uh, firstly isn't flat, yeah. um, and it also moves, and it also breathes, and it also moves. <laughs> um, so you, know, you, have to, you have to take into a lot into account. So basically, once the ink's in your skin, um, you, you, your body's doing its absolute best to get rid of it, because it, it is a foreign object, essentially. Right. So you've got to account for things like healing, okay. so how small is the design. And uh, it's something we discussed today about the, the, the wallpaper that we're talking about, the pattern in the wallpaper. Yes. We can't do that too small, because if, if, and I could probably get it looking great for the first sort of like few weeks. But right. As soon as your body starts getting rid of it, it's going to look like much. So you've got all that to consider. Uh, with the design, again, you know, it's got, to, it's got to sit right, it's got to look right. There's no point in like doing like a really nice big snake, for example, mm. and having like its head like on the back of your arm on the inside. Right. You, it's just things like that. You know, you've, got to, you've got to keep the eye sort of entertained when you look at something. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Do you find that that's something that you, you have to sort of channel yourself as the tattooist, or do a lot of the customers? already have these kinds of ideas of where they want it to go and, and why? Um, or they just want, I want a snake, I want it on my arm, you do the rest. To be fair, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's getting more and more like that now. Now I've got like a solid client base and my, and my clients do trust me. Right. Um, you know, it does take a bit of time to sort of build up that trust. Um, but yeah, for the, for the most part, I think, I think a lot of people would agree, you kind of just at the end of the day, someone's paying you to do a commission on their skin. Right. Um, so you do have to sort of balance the, um, the requirements of the, of the client and, okay. the, you know, and deliver the experience in a way of saying, you know, this right. isn't quite going to work because of such and such. Uh, it, it, can, it can take a bit of time to get used to that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, more often than not, people are quite happy for you to steer them in the way that you that, you need them to really, but you, you know, you're not doing anything weird. Yeah. You know, you're not saying no, but you know what? That butterfly isn't look very nice. <laughs> Why don't you have a skull on your face? <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's nothing like that because ultimately you want to make the client happy. Yeah. But we also want to do the best for them. Yeah. And if making them unhappy <laughs> is the best for them, then sometimes you've got to kind of you've got to take that hit. Yeah, you've got to take that hit. That's fair. That's fair. And just to say to you guys watching uh, as well, if you've got any questions, do you want me to fire over to Nathan? Whack them in the chat, and we'll uh, we'll get it done. Uh, one coming from uh, from Jennifer. Mm -hmm. um, 
do do you um, have any recommendations on a watercolor look? Um, as in what for artists or? Well, she's she's spoken in the chat now that she's that she's wanted to get a tattoo, but she's not found anything that she's felt that strongly enough to display that permanently. So it's a connection towards her preference. She just likes the watercolor stuff. Does that translate to tattooing? It does translate to tattooing. Yeah, you can get some really nice watercolor sort of features. Uh, and effects, should we say, right. on the skin. I mean, ultimately, like, that involves uh, involves um, basically watering down parts of the ink uh, in certain areas to give the effect that it's kind of like you know the, the ink's weaker, I suppose. Right. Uh, it does last if you if you put it in right and stuff. I think the, the the trick is to make sure that there's lots of black in there. Yeah. Uh, to help balance out the color. I think over time uh, you want to avoid for, for sort of longevity reasons. You probably want to avoid. Um, like sort of weaker colours, uh -huh. um, so you want like nice strong blues and purples. Um, you know they, they tend to sort of like sit better on the skin over time. I think when with good shades. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean yellows don't work, and sort of like oranges don't work. Um, they could, but you need to sort of like to have the black within those colours yeah. to make sure it lasts. Bring it out a bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go, Jennifer. Something to think about. Um, she uh, she knows of one that she would get. It's Hebrew calligraphy version of the Shema, Shema. I don't know. I don't know what that is, Jennifer. But it sounds great. <laughs> Wicked. Um, the, the blue is uh, beautiful. So, kind of moving those observations then more into our world, and you know, obviously, you've got a much more detailed eye when it comes to the the, the makeup of a tattoo. You know, from a technical aspect, from how the less trained observer because they're not untrained they're, they're dealing with observation of things just in a, in a different way what is it that makes up a bad tattoo not in terms of the design but in terms of how well it's done how well it's applied to the skin what makes a bad tattoo uh wait till i finish this one you've got to find out <laughs> 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 uh, so uh, i hope you can hear me uh, yeah of course mate. Yeah. we've got like 33 cameras on you now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I think if anybody's ever watched Ink Masters, yes. um, they actually do a really good job of um, breaking down, because I think the critique part of that is, is quite substantial. <laughs> I mean, they're quite. Uh, they're bastards. <laughs> and, uh, you heard it here first, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and they will pick up on this on the, on the smallest of things. Uh, well, that's a good thing because you want your tattoo to be accurate, you want it to be clean. Yeah. Uh, I think um, as far as application goes, solid lines. Yeah. Uh, make sure they're nice and sort of like there's no sort of like obvious wobbles or mm -hmm. uh, when you're putting in colour, make sure there's no gaps in it. Yeah. Um, and that's just at sort of face value when you first have a tattoo done. I think seeing how a tattoo. I think what people tend to forget nowadays. Uh, because in the world of Instagram, where you can see uh, something that's been tattooed and it's fresh and got a nice photo, and mm. maybe just the photo slightly, and yeah. like, you look at the photo and it's like, wow, that's fucking incredible! <laughs> that's incredible! <laughs> and then six weeks later, when it's all here, it actually looks like dog's oh. dinner. So. <laughs> yeah. And I think people forget yeah. about the human side of things. So to be honest, as long as you, as long as the, you apply the techniques that you've been taught as an apprentice properly. Mm. Um, Ultimately, that the healing process can kind of dictate over time how right. the tattoo looks. 
So, but if you're doing your job properly, this should, should, shouldn't be an issue. Shouldn't be an issue. Shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. How many involved apprenticeships? Uh, yeah. So I think when we say apprenticeships, it's like a, it's not like a legitimate sort of thing that you can go to the government for and you get paid for. It's more of a uh, um, it's more of a you have to sort of like weed your way into a forcefully sometimes right into a tattoo studio where they are willing to teach you the techniques and uh, the health and safety behind tattooing and you know set, set you off in your career really amazing um, like a kung fu school it is please master it's, yeah it's literally a stabby ninja school <laughs> a stabby ninja school <laughs> so yeah man it's um i like it it takes a long time to get used to all the sort of nuances within the sort of art space of tattooing uh, someone told me uh, that it takes roughly around six-ish years for you to start right. feeling fairly comfortable with the techniques and stuff that you get. Wow. And stuff, so. and, uh, I'm almost there seven years now. So seven years? I've, yeah, yeah. I've, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I've, set, I've settled. Yes. Yeah, I feel, I feel okay about it. I'm a little bit more at ease now about the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, is, if that's like low quality versus good quality, is there a is there a, like a, a high end tattooing in the same way like you know people think that they pay a thousand pounds for an iPhone sixty three whatever it is now that that equals good when one of the lower iPhone models will do just the same thing but it's a lot cheaper is there that kind of element that you can decipher what would be more expensive not just down to size obviously because that is obviously um, that's going to be directly related again you're asking me some quite. Uh, intense opinions about the tattooing industry, and I need to make sure I don't turn this into a moaning fest. Uh, <laughs> well, if you want me to stay clear of it, mate, I'll just edit. Yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you could just turn yeah, your computers yeah. off. And you can <laughs> yeah. 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 When we get the screen. I, yeah, so I think, I think uh, again, tattooing over the years has, has, has changed very, very much. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time people aren't necessarily paying for the artwork or the actual skill involved. Right. It's the person that's getting their tattoo. Good. Uh, for example, if you um, went to like Chris Carver or um, what's the face that was in Miami Inc. I don't know, what was her name? My infected in my brain. Oh. Um, she went out with Steve O, didn't she? Yeah. What's her name? Why is her name not in Miami? No, no, no. It's no, literally no, there two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back later. Yeah. It's ran off. What's her name? Cat Von D. Cat, there we go. There we go. <laughs> so getting tattooed by Cat Von D yeah. is probably significantly more expensive than getting tattooed by me. Right. Um, and to be honest, she'd probably do a better job. She's been tattooing much longer than, than me and stuff, and she's got all the experience. But there are people that have been tattooing as long as her, can probably do a much better job than her, mm. but she will still be more expensive because she's a celebrity. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, and that, I'm not slagging anybody off. He, no, well, that's, that's, that's the same thing in any world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The same thing. Like, yeah. is, is, a, is a Gucci tie really worth 200 quid where the same kind of plain black design, just without the G on it, Will look just as nice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like uh, getting a massage from the Queen. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 you do a better job. <laughs> the Queen would be more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that was what Meghan Markle was going to say. Oh, there we go. There's something that's interesting. The, the 3D style uh, of tattooing, like the whole corsets, lacing up the back, uh, and that, that kind of thing where the, the, the skin's being ripped off to show like yeah. uh, me mechanics underneath and whatnot from a, from a technical 
aspect does that come with more of a challenge is because you're stemming into the world of realism versus you know something that isn't real it's an interesting question actually because i think um, when you do realism mm -hmm. uh, so i'll just separate this into two parts so part of that is realism and part of that is imagination yeah um so the realism side of it is you are you are you know, when you want to copy something make it look realistic the best way to do that is copy a photograph right. so you're not necessarily doing anything artistic it's more of you being almost like a photocopy slash printer you're taking yeah. something that exists and it. putting it somewhere else yeah so there's that element of it uh, and then there's the element of to make it three-dimensional the only way really if you want to have something look like it's coming off the skin is to put a shadow underneath it okay so and the way that that shadow falls on the skin or underneath should we say within within the sort of like design is um it, it's got to sit right so right. You, you, the only way to replicate that really is is by is by playing the idea and maybe having some artistic experience within that field um so you, you, you could you could try and do something on a computer i suppose to try and sort of mimic that uh but ultimately you can just you can put a shadow on under stuff and it'll look cool but making it you know sort of appear further on further off they are mm. requires a little bit more skill right but they do look, they certainly look cool. I think I've done a few of in the past year. I've done a couple of spiders and things like that where the shadows are under the body and under the legs. So yeah. it looks like it's sat on the skin as opposed to just like in the skin, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that you said that. I'm, I'm kind of recalling all of those optical illusions that I've seen on like folded bits of paper or like a Rubik's Cube that's been sat on the table. And the selling point for it when they turn it is the shadow. Sure. It's the, it's yeah. the shadow. Yeah, okay. That makes, that makes sense. Another one that's come in, um, do, do you have to go through any kind of anatomy classes to know what you're doing with different parts of the body? <laughs> um, not necessarily, no. I think uh, it helps to know which part of the body you're working on. Mm -hmm. So this, what, what, this arm. <laughs> arm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that sort of, you know, knowing, knowing muscle groups really is, 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 can be quite important, especially if you get into the stage where you want to be able to um, when you work, especially with larger scale pieces, shall I say, right. uh, where you need to use the shape of the body really to make sure it sits, right. sits nice and things. It'd be good to know the names of things, just so instead of going that lump there, that's weird. Yeah. You know, um, you know what it is and why it sits and where it goes, and yeah. you can potentially use that to your advantage when it comes to designing. So, and that's because it's unnecessary, but I think as you sort of further and further into your career, it's definitely worth worth knowing. Nice. Do, do you find that, like this, this. Uh, when people make recommendations of I want a tattoo here, that you one of your well, not like first thought, but one of the things that occurs to you pretty quickly is that's going to hurt. <laughs> are, are there are, other than the obvious, like your eyelids, for example? <laughs> uh, you know, are, are there specific areas on the body that would hurt more because of what the anatomy is underneath? Uh, yeah, so I think uh, again, I'm, I'm not I'm not a doctor. Yeah, uh, but I. I think that's more down to the sort of type of skin that you're tattooing, not necessarily okay. the anatomy underneath. I think people complain more when uh, complain. People appear to be in pain more <laughs> when uh, moaning. Exactly. People appear to be in pain more when uh, when you're hitting sort of like you know like thin skin or like bone, yeah. for example. If there's not a lot of flesh underneath, it's right. quite uncomfortable. Well, then contrary to that, the stomach is one of the most painful places to get tattooed. I've heard. Right. So, okay. So I'm not on my stomach then yet. But yeah, you know, I think it depends on the type of skin. People tend to say like, uh, joints, 
and things like that uh, are more more painful. Um, under the arm, obviously things like bottom of the foot, top of the foot. Yeah. Uh, your extremities certainly do. You know, I've got my hands and my fingers done, and it it, it, it does hurt. It's yeah. painful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily anatomy underneath, but it definitely is the type of skin. Type of skin and the kind of size between what's underneath. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever tattooed someone like a strong man, a bodybuilder? I've tattooed a couple of bodybuilders. Yeah. Yeah. Were they not bothered at all? Um, I don't necessarily think it's going to be body type or shape or size. I, I certainly think um, uh, your sex plays a right. massive influence on in how you feel pain. Okay. People, because dem the demographics in, in, enormous. So yes. You kind of like if you filter it down, really, most men struggle. Yeah. Most females and males. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's probably down to the whole sort of they've got better pain control for much time. Oh, absolutely. Um, but you know, I, I have I've tackled some really some skinny lads and they've been absolutely rock hard and not flinched all day. Uh, and stuff, but I've also tattooed some some big muscle guys and that sat there crying. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so it, it depends on your personal sort of how, how you deal with pain personally. So, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, I like it. N another quite interesting one coming in. Um, just wondering, uh, for the sake of nerves and blood vessels, as a tattooed person, has anyone ever had a nerve ending affected underneath? So, any kind of damage or clots or permanent pain or any. Kind of horror stories that you've heard of in that area. I, I certainly hope not. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think so. Uh, I think with regards to like nerves and stuff, we're only going into the dermis of the skin, so we're only really going like millimeters down into the skin. So if you're hitting nerves and things like that, yeah, you're probably right. doing it wrong. <laughs> well, literally, put, 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 yeah. Put, put your knife down. <laughs> put your sledgehammer down and uh, the tattoo machine. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think um, obviously there are risks to getting tattooed. Yeah. You could be allergic to them. Um, you could uh, your tattooist could overwork the skin and potentially get a bit of scarring. Um, you um, might have not been in, sort of been given the aftercare advice uh, necessary to look after it and therefore sort of mistreat it. If you do that, you end up you could end up with an infection or. Um, Problems healing, yeah. Um, you know, and problem healing is, is something that happens more regularly than, than, um, in, in the tattoo industry, I think, because uh, when a tattooist tells you and gives you the document to say this is how you cut your tattoo, you ignore it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but I think other than that, I, don't, I, I can't. I don't recall. I'm sure there's an anecdote online where people like <laughs> of course there is. going blind. <laughs> yeah, whilst, of course there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I haven't seen anything. No, that's 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 fair enough. Like that's that's the, the kind of concern with fucking googling shit. You start being, oh, I've got a, I've got a cold or a, a bit of a pain at the in my ear. You Google it, WebMD says, well, you'd be dead soon, so don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. You know. <laughs> so obviously, right? You, you know, people know you as a tattooist, or you're a heavily tattooed guy, anyway. And I, I imagine it's it's similar things that when you go out and about. If, if the topic's ever brought up around friends or friends of friends, like when, when I was a performing magician a lot of the time, if it ever popped up that, um, you know, that magic was on the table, he's a magician, the immediate thing would be show as a trick. Sure. Right? So tattooing would be something that you would obviously have to talk about or be involved in uh, a, a lot of the time. So 
of these kind of things that have happened over the years, do you notice any kind of patterns in the, in the, in the kind of people that have similar or the same kind of things in that area? Could you spot the guy coming in who's asking for a snake on his forearm? Oh, I see, see, okay. Um, interestingly enough, yeah, you know what, I think there are, you can spot, if somebody's already, already tattooed, Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, you know, well, that's quite a quick one because you can see the sort of thing that they're like, so you know roughly they're going to be asking for a similar sort of thing. Gotcha. Because uh, they've got this style in their head or they, they enjoy it. But I suppose along like your line of work, if I was to sort of like deduct any information yeah. from somebody as to what tattoo they might want, I guess if someone's wearing sports clothes sports or a football top, yeah. they're going to want something fairly mainstream, so yeah. like uh, roses and, um, and maybe even something football orientated. Yeah. Or, um, you know, like clouds and things, things like that, uh, all the David Beckham style of stuff, yeah. should we say. Um, but again, you know, I, I think um, if they're under the age of 25, chances are they're going to want something anime orientated now because that's a fashion. Okay. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm obviously generalising quite a lot here, but um, yeah, I can't think of anything specific other than those things, really. Um, yeah, I think I think the the older I think the older generation tend to make some more sensible decisions. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but I guess personally, I, I I don't really have anything weird come up, or I don't really uh, ever really assess anybody. I can't really I can't really comment too much on that. No, no, I imagine it's not it's not something that you have to think about. I'm, yeah. I'm just wondering if it, if it was that there's any kind of occurrences like that that, that happen. Yeah, I think the the sports wear and football orientated stuff is is quite obvious. I think. Yeah. Uh, and obviously you've got the, like, say that the, the females want some, usually want something a bit more feminine. Yeah, of course. Uh, and of course. Sort of, I mean, but that's, that's a general as it gets, I think, for me. Yeah. That's, yeah, so, sorry, I can't be more. No, 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 no. Like, in, in, terms of, in terms of your experience then, so what, what are most people thinking of in terms of a first tattoo? Does it have to be a particular size? Does it have to be in a particular place? Not that it has to, but in terms of your experience with doing somebody's first tattoo. Yeah, so I think most people start off small. Right. Um, and that's a, probably a good thing. Um, you know, they, I think if you walk into, into a tattoo studio um, and you want like a, an enormous tattoo, which is going to take five or six hours, mm. maybe even seven hours to do, and you've never had one before, you're very brave. Because so <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's quite a new thing, isn't it? Yeah. You, know, you don't know what the pain's going to feel like. You don't know during that pain, um, you know, you've never been in, put yourself in that situation before. So in, it's like, it's like, uh, probably less traumatic, but like trying to learn how to swim for five hours for the first time. <laughs> like, like just being thrown in the pool for like five hours. On you go. Yeah, this is it. It'd be quite scary. It? <laughs> I think, you know, people do tend to get for something small in quite an obvious place, like looking at the forearm or the upper arm or something yeah. like that. So, the meatier areas. Yeah, the meatier areas. So, I'm saying that, you know, I've had a couple in the past where, uh, if any of my friends listen to this, I know the, the situation I was talking about. Uh, I had a girl who had the first tattoo on her ribs. Wow. Uh, and you know what? For me personally, a rib tattoo isn't actually as painful as some areas. I, it's actually quite pleasant right. yeah, in, in some areas. But uh, it should have taken me 10 minutes. And it took me almost an hour to tattoo this really small tattoo because she was crying. Oh, and she, I felt awful. Um, but, 
you know, almost screaming and breathing really heavily as well. So I'm, I'm up and down. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a, it was an ordeal. It wasn't. It was an ordeal. Uh, more for her than me, definitely. But you know, you know, people are people are usually very very good. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm doing, doing doing another one on Monday actually. Who's uh, having their first tattoo? It's, uh, she's going to do great. Uh, you know, but I, I do my best to sort of look after them in, in the new situation. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we usually walk away happy, so that's, that's good. Yeah, well, what 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 do you make of of the idea of tattoo placement then? Like uh, you, you read a couple of studies, um, and, and obviously these would come from a psychologist's perspective of interviewing people that have and looking for commonalities in that area. Hmm. So for for somebody that works on the front line of tattoo, if you want to think of it that way, like this this idea that people that only get their their biceps tattooed, that they're real kind of <clears throat> rough, gruff, manly men, uh, and this kind of thing, or I'm just thinking for just to stop or um, the idea that you know like Mike Tyson who, who got his face tattooed and people think like oh he's he's a Neanderthal he's this he's that he's the other do you think there's any kind of direct correlation towards an idea because I've certainly not found that, that in, in like I know many people with tons of face tattoos and they're all the most diamond lovely people that, that you could ever hope to meet so what's what's been your experience of that Firstly, Mike Tyson was already terrified before I had a space tattoo. <laughs> so maybe that was just a cherry on top of it. I personally haven't had any sort of experience. I've had a, maybe a couple like where I've you know, had a tattoo and stuff, mm. I've had people you know, whisper something, or uh, whether it was negative or positive, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, but I don't think anymore, because mm. of the sort of fashion of tattoo, that people get just in a way that they yeah. used to. And obviously like back in, you know, you know say like 50 years ago, it was a thing mm. and not, not as common. Um, obviously like gangs and crime and stuff. So people associated with having a tattoo with, with drugs. And uh, so and now it's fashionable. We've got, obviously we've got a few celebrities to sort of think, uh, thank, thank for that. <clears throat> but um, it, it's actually really mainstream and if you've got a tattoo, it's fine. Even face tattoos, you know, you see a lot of lads working in, they're like retailers who have got hands tattoos, mm. uh, and it's okay. Um, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I agree. Uh, but I, 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 I'm not. Do, do people? This is a question for you. Uh, Robert, Robert, <laughs> oh, <laughs> do, do people use tattoos as a way of sort of like solving mysteries and crimes? You, you can, you can do. It's it happens. Um, the 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 reason that I time I kind of take a different view of that is. Uh, there is the, the temptation when you're reading a person to look at a book and adopt the kind of Pinocchio effect of this means this, like it's irrefutable, right? Okay. It's like it's an equation, but it's it's not. Like uh, you need to be looking at tattooing from from what I do uh, in terms of what it's communicating to the person, what they have to go through in order to get it. You know, if somebody's got one tattoo but it's in a very very painful place there is a specific reason why that had to go there because they could have chosen their entire body and you, you start to reverse engineer it oh, okay. th that kind of way uh, and, and it's not done uh, without conversation so you can kind of learn things indirectly about their connections towards the images that way like um a, a couple of my friends who've got face tattoos 
they, they have a family connections to a, 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 the Polynesian culture and the Maori culture and the like, for which that's a, a, a heritage connection, a religious connection towards their family and their ancestors and history sure. and this kind of thing. But there, there's a couple of guys that I know that have got uh, like lower, lower jaw tattoos and down right towards their neck area that, uh, that, have, that have done time in prison uh, and the like. So there's no kind of connection between the fact that it's on the face, mm -hmm. but it's more a connection about what it is okay. uh, and the, the journey that they go on in order to be able to get it. Kind of sure. Um, so that's, that's why I, I thought it would be uh, interesting to hear your side of things. Mm. You know, because it's it's all information. The more information you have at your disposal, the more you can use, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, what what do you what do you make of the 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 niche side of tattooing? Do you think it takes a special kind of person to be able to get an eyeball tattoo or an eyelid tattoo? Um, I think the world is a very complex and beautiful and terrifying place and as a result of that we're surrounded by a complex beautiful and terrifying people and I think people choose to do all sorts of weird and wonderful things as a result of just how they feel about themselves or feel about certain certain things that are happening in the world I think if you're going to get your eyeball tattoo um, to me that's a bit weird I'll be honest with you <laughs> it's not for me I think I think it does look cool um, but I, I I don't actually know anybody who's got their eyes tattooed personally. Right. I've met a couple of people, but I've never said, why have you got your eyes tattooed? <laughs> <laughs> How I made it, why? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's just, uh, I, think, I, think it's, I think it's a look, and I think, you know, ultimately tattoos in the Western world certainly is, is, a, is, a, is a subject of aesthetics. Okay. Uh, any kind of body modification is, is, is aesthetics, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so that, that's piercings, uh, like devil implants, and yeah. like lumps and bumps, like having your nose removed and your tongue, split. Split, your tongue split. You know, it's all part of the same world. It's, it's essentially body modification. Yeah. So I think it's interesting to see how far people go, um, and I like to, I like to see uh, people pushing boundaries a little bit. I would never do it myself. Uh, I certainly don't think the general population like to see mm. uh, people go a bit too far. Like that, that guy, was like the parrot guy, he was like covered in uh, tattoos. He's like, he's got all his eyes tattooed and he's from head to toe. He's got all sorts of like implants and stuff. He looks like an alien. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it is, you know, moving away from looking human yeah. in, 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 in a sense. Um, I'm not sure, yeah, that makes me feel a bit weird. That, that's that's fair. It's it's the, the the shared sensation of thinking about things that make you uncomfortable. Like when you talk about talk to most guys about, oh, I met this bloke who got a kick in the bollocks. They go, oh, oh like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 it recedes into your, yeah. into your body, doesn't it? It has an effect. Mm. This this is an interesting question that's, that's come in. Is it as uncomfortable as it looks for an artist to put the tattoos in private areas? Have you ever needed to tell them to go home and bathe? <laughs> just to, to spend that much time in in the potentially toxic unknown. Wow. The toxic unknown. Wow. 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 So, um, ninety percent of the time, if you're tattooing a sensitive area, uh, people are people are generally really clean, and uh, I'm obviously I massively appreciate that. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it, and, and it's fine, but I think. 
I personally never had to turn anybody away. Right. Uh, as far as discomfort goes for me, no, it's just a body. Right. It's a it's a it's a body part. You're trying to do your job. Um, I think when you are tattooing, you're more looking at the sort of technical aspect of getting it in right and making sure it looks right and everyone's like so everyone's happy and stuff. Mm. And the process of getting into the skin. Obviously it's a more sensitive area gonna be more difficult because of the location. Yeah. Um, but we'll take it somewhere in general, like you know, like your armpit or something. It's yeah. quite a hard place to tattoo because it's a bowl. Yeah. Um, with a couple of bumps in it and stuff. Yeah. It's a, um, yeah, I mean as far as discomfort goes, only physically as you sort of like the position of your body and your hands and stuff will get really, really tired. So yeah. uh, but you know what? Most of my clients personally are all sound and they're very clean and yeah. I've never had to worry about I think the worst I've ever had personally is like stinky feet. Stinky feet. Yeah. Fair. Um, but I like stinky feet. <laughs> 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 Another one for the business card. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that's it really, you know, um, and to be honest, you, you clean the area before you start to anyway, so even if it's slightly smelly, you can get away with it. I would, I would imagine a breast is quite difficult to tattoo. Uh, they are, actually, yeah. So, right now, tattooing your arm, you've got uh, bone, and on top of that, you've got muscle, and then on top of that, you've got a little bit of fat, and then yeah. skin. Uh, and obviously, liver and fruit and all that, so it's a very rigid yeah. sort of canvas to sort of work on. It makes it, yeah, easier. Um, a breast is just like a ball of just, <laughs> just, it just, yeah. You've got, to, you've got to really pin that shit down. Yeah. Um, so because it, you know you, you have to stretch the skin in order for the needle to penetrate yeah. evenly and things like that. So you've got to and stretching something that's really, really flexible. Yeah. You've got to kind of almost, almost like stretch it multiple times before you can actually get anywhere with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's also the challenge of having your breast in your face as well, which is uh, <laughs> um, slightly indelicate. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm used to treating these much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Real bad. It's beautiful boobies get stabbed. But yeah, it's um, yeah, they are hard to they are hard to work with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, like along the same lines as tattooing, like tattooing your stomach, it's very difficult. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, yeah, I like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the, the whole, I mean, does that affect line work then on something like a, a, a breast because it moves so much? Uh, we were talking about earlier with the marker of a quality tattoo. Yeah, I mean, obviously, again, once it's healed, you know, the, the skin will be what it, what it does, but obviously there are things you can do to sort of combat the sort of healing procedure, I suppose, mm -hmm. making sure it's like straight and clean and the depth is all correct all the way through. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the, the difficult part of it is the technical aspect of it, I guess. Right. And making sure your client's comfortable. Yeah, of course. But the, the technical aspect of it is, you know, you, there are things you can do to make sure it's correct. Right. And it just happens to be on somewhere like that. It's more right. hard to sort of deliver the, the technical side of it. So, yeah. Have you ever come across designs that somebody wants to get somewhere and it can't go there for whatever reason like it, it the, the lines wouldn't come out correctly or the, the colors wouldn't sit right in terms of where it is or it would just look weird these these kinds of things is there ever anything of that that goes on uh, 
Yeah, so I think uh, in colours is never necessarily a problem unless they want something that's not going to heal up great next to each other, you know. Uh, but positioning things, yeah, absolutely, you know, if, if you, especially if you want things that are like sort of circular or geometric or require straight lines, the body is a really, really complex piece of kit. Right. As far as like a, like a 3D element goes and the yeah. structure of the human body is very, very complicated. And I think um, <clears throat> trying to get stuff that's straight on something that's not flat right. is a challenge. Right. Um, so like circles and straight lines and geometry for me, I mean, that's not something I tackle too often myself. But mm. it's hard to get it straight, and straight and especially if it wraps around something that's cylindrical. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it can be very challenging. Um, but more often than not, most most people, you know, you, you can like so you can talk them into a situation, into into feeling comfortable with mm. the fact that they need to move it because it's not going to look right. Get that. Yeah, I'm not actually done. Uh, no, I just like, I like the yellow. The yellow is very good. You should stay like yellow as well. I told you it's for a very cool. I've got the yellow from Mars, I think. So, reverse engineering the whole kind of line of information. Yeah. When when you meet somebody that's that's either come to you, like, I want, I want a tattoo or you know, they've come to the studio to talk about it or whatever it is. Do you ever get any any ideas in terms of the likelihood of things that they might go for? Whether that be in terms of whether they're thinking about where they're thinking about having it done or what they might be considering going for. Before they say anything. Yeah. Um, or is it based on like previous tattooing that is visible that they have and those kinds of things? Yeah, it's a good mystery. Yeah, yeah. I think in this line of work, I've got to spend a lot of time listening. So I never really like to assume too much. Like I think to, if I was going to sort of like, like say deduct information from people, it's, it's usually based on what tattoos they already have or right. the space they have. Right. For example, you've not got much space in your own, no. so yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going to put yeah, yeah. size, we're going to do this stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I think um, I. I never pay too much attention to that because I have to listen. Because ultimately, I think each each tattoo and each job is very, very specific uh, to what that person's feeling at the time and stuff. So I can't really, can't really assume too much. And also, I'm cheating a little bit actually because I usually have a conversation before they turn up into the studio. Gotcha. So before I even see them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before I've even seen them, I've spoken to them about it. Gotcha. So I can't make an assessment. You know I mean? Mate, that, that's how psychics work, you know, with the whole uh, hot and cold reading element. If you bring it forward with the information that you've already got, make it work. You know? Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. What's What's been your your experience of some of the more niche elements of tattooing styles, like stick and poke, for example, or, or something like that? Um, I've I actually never never tried any of that stuff. I've had like stuff. That's <laughs> about to say I've had stuff poked in me. Uh, I've, uh, I've been poked before. Uh, we all We all went to that I, church. Uh, yeah, I, I, had, I had my wrist uh, hand poked. Uh, oh, nice. In Thailand. That was fun. Uh, by a guy called uh, Moo. His name was. Moo? Yeah, and I spent the day with him. He uh, was part of an art gallery and stuff in Riley. Uh, and it was quite nice, actually. Uh, the whole, in fact, the entire, uh, entire day was. Fantastic, but the actual tattooing side of it was a little bit concerning. And I didn't have any tattoos at the time, and 
he kind of did it on the beach. <laughs> nice. And he got the ink out of a bottle that just said ink on it. Wow. And yeah, he strapped his bamboo together and soldered some needles to the end of it and just basically stuck my hand on the beach in Thailand. That's an experience yeah. though, right? Yeah. Oh, it was great, man. Yeah. Um, I was a bit concerned when someone was going to wash it off in the sea. Um, but I did it. I believed him. Yeah. I just, you know what? It's fine. Yeah. Um, trust it, in me. Yeah, trust me. Uh, I think I'm going to survive it. Trust me. It's a nice dude. Yeah. But I like watching it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it heals up the trigger. Okay. It heals faster. Is there any particular reason for that? Um, yes. Uh, it does less damage to the skin. Oh, okay. So with a machine like this, and you can hear how fast it's going, you kind of you kind of hammering uh, ink into the skin, creating loads and loads of holes and inks falling into the holes and then you know the people staying there. Whereas if you're in a, a post tattoo, mm. you're only creating like, the, the just the right amount of holes that are necessary to make sure that it's right. So as a result of that it's less trauma and it oh, okay. Can you still do bigger designs with that kind of thing, or has it got to be relatively small? Uh, you can certainly do bigger designs, but it takes about 300 times as long. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it just takes longer. Yeah. Well, then there's, you know, if you go to Japan and you have some Uzumi, they do it very differently. Um, you know, they're using hand tools to sort of poke it in, but they, um, they kind of get a flicking motion on the go. So they use something which I can only describe as a cone, really. They use <laughs> the needles on the horrendously scary. If you look at it, it looks like that, that's going in my skin somehow. And you put a lot of force behind it and they stub it into the skin and they flick it up, flick it out. So it creates a big hole, so loads of big falls into it. Okay. Yeah, so, but it's kind of excruciating. So. <laughs> Does that restrict the kind of images that can be done then because of that kind of style? Or? Um, no, I don't think so. I think, again, like you, you're working in areas and with, with tools that are quite fine, really, and delicate. And I think you look at some of the uh, older, more traditional sort of Japanese stuff, they're, they're beautiful, you know, they're beautiful pieces of art and um, have inspired tattooing forever and always will be. You know, it's, a, it's a good piece of history, tattooing history. Yeah. Well, one of the questions that's come in uh, how often do you hear people regretting tattooing, and is there a reason why? They're regretting what they get tattooed, excuse me, and is there a commonality that, to the reason why they regret it? Um, yeah, actually, yeah, it's very true. Yeah, very, very pressing because it's, it's a solid answer. Most people have who've got multiple tattoos regret at least one of them, and the answer is almost always, I had it when I was younger. Stupid. Yeah. I like it. Um, ha have you ever had to turn in anyone away who's been uh, too in intoxicated or under the influence of whatever and just an asking for absolute bollocks? No, no. Again, I think, in fact, yeah, maybe, maybe one. Uh, I think a lot of people. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe one, maybe one. But I think for the most part, the general public, um, because it applies to the general public now, mm. are really good and people wait a long time to get tattooed. Chances of them actually being intoxicated when they turn up is quite slim because if they know where they are and they might potentially get sent home, they're going to have to wait another six to months to a year before they get tattooed again. So people tend to behave. Uh, there's only been a couple of times where I think I've had somebody walk in and they have been intoxicated and they, as a result of them being intoxicated, they've decided they want a tattoo right now, right now. And I said, absolutely not. One, because you're hammered, and yeah. two, because I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you don't know how tattooing works. Yeah, there is a way. There is a way. There is a way. Have you ever found that people have, have come in and been like, I'm about to have one or, one or two for Dutch courage because they're a bit scared or something? Um, you know what? No. Um, well, I you know what, I wonder if someone's had a drink, mm. I wouldn't mind that person. Though. But you're supposed to not tattoo people in the room, it's just good for that kind of stuff. But like, I think... Um, Adrenaline might burn up a lot of that anyway. Well, yeah, I think uh, a beer is fine. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's not going to do, do too much damage really, unless you haven't drank in 30 years and you have a beer. <laughs> that might, might, might be different, but you assess the person, you assess the situation. Yeah. You know, making, sure, making sure they're safe to be tattooed. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. We've got the 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 insights of oh, Adam creeping around in the background like some sort of pest. It's <laughs> 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 right, like so let me just oh I am trying to hold it in so we can get the final shots of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we've been we've been interviewing um, Nathan Lee Tattoos. Make sure you go over and check him out on his channel. Uh, and uh, if you're ever in Nottingham or near Nottingham or flying by Nottingham, or you happen to have caught a, a hot air balloon that's coming this way, uh, then by all means stop in, give him a phone call, and uh, book up for some decent work. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the plug. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't pay me to say that. <laughs> he didn't pay me. Uh, so thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for stopping by on a less than traditional time. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you real soon for another episode. Take care. Bye.